Hey everyone, it's JP. Today we're reviewing Red Bull Blueberry Flavor, Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn, and Ruby Kit Kat. Let's eat. Hi, and welcome to Junk Foodies, the podcast where we talk about, rate, and review the foods your parents said would spoil your appetite. Today, my guest is Matt. How you doing, Matt? Dude, I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me on. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for being on. I know it took a little bit of back and forth and, and some time for us to get a certain item, which we'll talk about later, but uh, really glad to have you on. Just to give you a little bit of a rundown of how this works, Matt, guessing you've heard the podcast before, but just in Yes, case. sir. We will uh, have some questions and answers, and then we'll actually talk about the different food items. And there's a star rating system. One star is you know, kind of indifferent. I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't pick this up again. Uh, two stars, I would look for it again. And then three stars is like, I'm, oh my god, this is amazing. I want more right now. So all right, that's basically it. Now, beginning with the drink segment, what is your typical drink of choice these days, Matt? So this is super super boring. Yeah. <laughs> I drink water. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the lamest, it's like the lamest answer ever. But I, <laughs> I, I actually, I'm one of those weirdos that actually enjoys water. Like I drink multiple cups a day. Yeah. Like I'll be at work and if I haven't had a drink of water in half an hour, I immediately have to get up and get it. Okay. And also, I love junk food. So uh -huh. I try not to inhale my calories in, in liquid form because mm -hmm. I want to eat my calories. Mm -hmm. If I have to choose, there are two sodas that I really go to. Okay. A&W cream soda, which is really good, specifically in the bottle. Yeah. A glass bottle. But my absolute favorite of all time is Mountain Dew Code Red. It's good stuff. Oh, interesting. We doing some holiday episodes recently, and we did the Mountain Dew Merry Mashup. Have you ever had that one? No, but I heard you guys talking about it. I actually listened to that one yesterday. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. I've not had the Code Red, so something uh, maybe oh, I'll do good stuff. In really good. episode coming up here. Yeah. And, you know, water is important. Uh, you know, it makes up three-quarters of our planet and three-quarters of our bodies. So there right. <laughs> must be a reason for that. So important to stay hydrated. Nothing wrong yeah. with that at all. Do you have any memory that sticks out revolving around junk foods? So when I was a kid, I was homeschooled for nine years from first wow. to ninth grade. Yeah, so in the afternoon, I would always watch TV. And then, of course, on Saturday morning. So I remember in the afternoon and evenings doing this watching 90s NBA basketball with <laughs> Michael Jordan and then, you know, Carl Malone and John Stockton. And then Saturday morning cartoons, specifically the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I would always have a frozen pizza and chocolate Dunkaroos every <laughs> single time. Loved it. I love it. That's so specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, when's, if I can ask, when's the last time you had a chocolate Dunkaroo? I actually, I found them not too long ago. My wife found some for me. I think we actually had to order them from Amazon. Okay. Six months ago, not too, okay. but before that, like 15 years. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> They're still delicious, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Well, you yeah. know, when you have a good memory around something, there's that nostalgia factor to it. Right? Absolutely. It yeah. that much better. Nowadays, you, you mentioned you're, you're a fan of junk food. And by the way, I'm with you. If I'm going to consume uh, calories and sugar, I'd, I'd rather chew than slurp. So right. I don't do a lot of uh, beverages. But what is your go-to snack between meals these days? So I really enjoy, like, th there are some sort of chips that I eat. I don't do a lot of chips. I really like sweet food. Mm -hmm. But I do like baked lays, and I love, like, pretzel rods. Mm -hmm. But 
between meals, I always, I love little Debbie snacks. So Nutty Buddy, Swiss Rolls, Cosmic Brownies, Fudge Round, Star Crunch, doesn't matter. I like them all. They're delicious. <laughs> now you're giving me some memories. I, uh, <laughs> I went to uh, university in New York. Okay. When I was there, I was, you know, the, the typical starving student, right? So right. in between classes, if I wanted to grab lunch, I wasn't usually getting an actually balanced meal. I'd usually get like a pack of Little Debbies from a local bodega. Right. And they had these ones, I don't remember what they were called, but they were kind of like Kit Kat with the wafer inside and the chocolate outside. They were like a chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, uh, that's not that's Nutty Bars or Nutty Buddies. They're delicious. Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, obviously at that time my metabolism could handle it. So I could eat <laughs> a meal of nothing but Little Debbie and I was totally fine. But yeah, oh, those are delicious and cheap. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Now we're talking about items we like. What's an item that you're not really crazy about that seems to be popular with everyone else that you don't really get what all the fuss is about? I hate gummies. Gummy worms, gummy okay. bears. I don't care what they are. If, if it's gummy, it's probably disgusting. Can't stand it. <laughs> now, is that a flavor thing or a texture thing or a little bit of both? Mostly texture. It's just so weird. I don't want that stuff in my mouth. I don't get it. Now, I like like sour punch straws. I can do those. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like my wife loves gummies. My wife and my sister mm -hmm. absolutely love them. I can't deal with it. Just nasty. Ugh. <laughs> well, there's no accounting for taste, I guess. <laughs> That brings us to the drink portion of our review here. Uh, but before we get started on that, some fun fact. Not only are they chock full of essential nutrient vitamin C, but blueberries can also give your body a major boost in other ways. The antioxidants in berries may lower your risk of a whole host of illnesses by limiting inflammation and fighting free radicals. The flavonoids in blueberries can reduce your risk of cognitive decline and dementia, by enhancing circulation and protecting brain cells from damage. Some studies have linked eating blueberries with decreased blood pressure. Since they're loaded with compounds that help your blood vessels, blueberries count as a cardioprotective food. That said, most packaged foods that are blueberry flavored don't actually have any blueberries in them. So make sure and check your labels. I'm not very acquainted with Red Bull. I, I got to be honest, Matt, I, I have had energy drinks. I, I drive a lot for a living and occasionally you get drowsy driving and you need to get to where you're going. You, you know, sometimes the energy drinks a lifesaver. Right. But not done a ton of Red Bull. I can maybe think of twice having had it. And I think both times it was maybe mixed with another alcohol. So I wasn't really getting much. <laughs> I don't know if that counts or not, man. Yeah, it might not, right? <laughs> So I didn't really have any expectation going into this. I don't mind blueberry flavor, but well, before I get into my thoughts and, and, and my experience of it, what, what were your thoughts on that? All right. I'm just going to be honest. So I, I'm not a huge, uh, I'm not a huge energy drink person. Yeah. I have had Red Bulls and when I used to work retail, I had them a lot more, but that was 10 years ago. But I'll tell you this blueberry, this blue edition, which is a blueberry Red Bull, mm. It tastes like Red Bull going down, but the aftertaste is a very strong blueberry taste. Mm -hmm. and it kind of reminds me of a liquid version of a blueberry Jolly Rancher. Okay. And not my thing. No, I just, I, I'm not a big blueberry fan anyway. Right. But I, I don't know. There's just something about it that the aftertaste just kind of ruins it for me. Interesting. So you um, highlighted the, the blueberryness of it as, as the thing that you really didn't like. Yeah. I'm a guy who doesn't mind blueberry flavored things. And I think it was probably the Red Bullness that I didn't like. So it was right. kind of coming at it from different angles. <laughs> now I have had 
Monster and you know, Rockstar and a couple of others. And all energy drinks have a certain, I don't know if it's the taurine or, or what the ingredient is. Yeah. Uh, they all have a certain kind of common thread. There is that flavor that's kind of hard to describe. Right. I had it really strong on this one. Like it's, um, well, you know, I opened it up. It's a nice, lovely color. It looks, you know, very lavender, like something, you know, my wife would maybe keep on the, um, on the counter in the bathroom, you know, to pour into the bathtub. Right. So it's had a pretty color. It smelled very medicinal. So yeah, all Red Bull does. Yeah, so may, it sounds like that's just a Red Bull thing. Yeah. And then the taste, it was like, it reminded me of like cough syrup or, or something like that. Like, yeah. something I'd want to willingly go out and drink. And now maybe mixed with vodka, I'd have a different experience with this. But on its own, yeah, this isn't one I'm going to be reaching for again. No, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you. You know, we're recording this at 6.30 at night, so I better not uh, Yeah, I'm not <laughs> not have any more anyway, or I'm not going to get any sleep tonight. I have to be I'm up not, for work. I'm not going to lie to you. If I liked it, I'd probably finish it. Yeah? But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to say that this $2 was wasted, and I'm going to pour it right down the sink as soon as we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The, co- the cost of producing podcasts, I yes, guess. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You mentioned earlier that you, uh, it sounds like you're, you're, you're more of a sweets guy than a savory guy. Is that safe uh-huh. to say? 100%. I am a chocoholic. I absolutely love all things chocolate. Okay. Honestly, like it's terrible because I want to be healthy and luckily I love fruit as well. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of fruit, but mm-hmm. if it's, if it's chocolate or sweet or cake or pie, it's, I'm going to eat it. Right. <laughs> and I like savory, don't get me wrong. Right. But comparing, there's no comparison. If I could never have something savory again, I'd be bummed. If yeah. I could never have sweets again, I don't I don't know if I'd want to live this life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. Don't carry it on. <laughs> it's not yeah. worth it. I'm with you, man. I um I like both and, and there's a place for both. But nine times out of ten, if I'm having a craving, it's it's usually for something sweet. That's what uh-huh. I this. All right. When you were growing up, what was your com- most common after-school snack, if you had any? Yeah. So when I got home, I'd usually put in a p- couple pieces of toast in the toaster, mm-hmm. and then I would spread Jif Creamy Peanut Butter, specifically. Okay. No okay. other brand. It's no, no. has to be Jif and preferably yeah. creamy. Uh-huh. And then I would have two open-faced peanut butter sandwiches. So it's essentially one sandwich. Right. And that's, it was usually plain. Sometimes I would put banana on it. Uh, sometimes I would put chocolate chips on it because I mean, seriously, how can you go wrong there? There you go. But, uh, just, I love peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I think we, we, we have a couple of common (laughs) denominators here. Right. (laughs) Um, really a huge fan of peanut butter and, you know, one of my favorite condiments. And it's funny because my after school snack, uh, typically when I was growing up was a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I'd have, I grew up on a dairy farm, so we always had fresh milk. Oh, wow. I'd make up a glass of chocolate milk. And so uh, the chocolate chips idea is a really good one that I never kind of thought about before. But I was thinking like chocolate in in the liquid form at at a time when I didn't care about drinking calories. Right. (laughs) Um, Man, that combination of the the peanut butter and the fresh toasted bread and the the chocolate and the chocolate milk Mm -hmm. and then the creaminess of the milk. Oh, man, that's still... That brings ah, up, like, sounds, man, I want some right now. Oh my yeah, gosh. I know, right? <laughs> let's screw the rest of this stuff. And let's go make some exactly. right now. <laughs> so uh, I, I think I maybe have an idea of, of what your answer might be on this question, but what's your favorite treat now? Like if I, if you could pick anything at the convenience store or the grocery store and you're going to treat yourself, what's it going to be? Okay. I hope this isn't cheating. Go ahead. But my favorite treat is a Dairy Queen chocolate extreme blizzard. Wow, no, that's not oh. cheating at all. Oh, Tell me so more about good. that. 
<laughs> so good. So it is chocolate ice cream mm -hmm. with brownies, mm -hmm. pieces of chocolate, and chocolate syrup in it. Wow. And it is just so, so good. And I think I've realized as I got older, I didn't realize this as a kid. And you tell me if I'm wrong. Blizzards to me are just like Wendy's Frosties with stuff inside. So much, much better than like regular ice cream. Yeah, you know, I never thought of it that way, but you might you might be onto something there. And yeah, then, you know, depending on if you get the vanilla blizzard or the chocolate blizzard, it's just right plus or minus the syrup, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, I could see that. It's like a higher quality ice cream. You're not getting like the, you know, whatever it is that they put in the cones over it, like McDonald's, for example. Right. Like a richer, kind of denser ice cream, and then the toppings obviously are, are what make it magic, right? Absolutely. Oh, so good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of blizzards as well. I've not had that one. So give it to me again. Chocolate Extreme? Chocolate Extreme. Sometimes okay. they're not actually on the menu, but mm. if they've been around so long, most places know how to make them. All right. All right. Perfect. Well, definitely something to on my to-do list. You yes, know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way, you know how the, so, the show is set up. I've been trying to figure out a way to do a chocolate episode, but um, I have to come up with a savory snack that has chocolate in it. So what about chocolate covered pretzels? You know, that's, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a, it's kind of hitting the, it's walking the line on both sides, right? Yeah. It's a little sweet, a little sweet and salty, yeah. I, you know, I might go with that. I'm hoping I can come across something that's not sweet chocolate, but more of a, a bigger chocolate, but I, I just haven't figured out what that might be. So anyway, I digress. I'm not going to get into my, how my brain works and trying to come right. episodes, but if you have any ideas, shoot them to me later. You got it. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to our savory food this week, which is smart food, white cheddar popcorn. Uh, but before we get into referencing that, just some fun facts. Smart Food was first created in 1985 by Andrew Martin, Ken Myers, and Martin's wife, Annie Withy, in Hampton, Connecticut. It was first marketed under the registered brand name in 85 and was manufactured in Marlboro, Massachusetts. According to Martin, quote, unlike the cheese popcorn already on the market, ours was made with real cheese and it didn't glow in the dark. We wanted quality and we were up against the negative consumer image because pre-popped popcorn in a bag was considered garbage, not worth the money because it's not fresh and you can make it better and cheaper at home, end quote. In January 1989, the company was sold to Frito-Lay for an undisclosed amount. Withy and Martin later formed Annie's Homegrown, which markets macaroni and cheese, pasta, and other organic products. Okay, this brings us to smart food. Tell me what you think. Okay, so this is delicious, and I, I'm not going to lie to you, I eat these quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, this is not uncommon for me, and when I saw the list of foods that we were going to try, I'm like, oh man, I eat those all the time, and I actually, I think I mentioned to you before we started that I went and bought a party size because <laughs> I knew I was going to eat them all anyway, so it's, they're just so good. The, the I love cheddar-flavored chips and popcorn and anything. Matter of fact, um, my favorite chip is probably like a, a, a white cheddar Cheez-It, mm -hmm. and uh these these cheese popcorn the you really get the cheddar flavor from yeah. it and it still has that little hint of salt mm -hmm. and it, it like i'm not a big salt guy i don't add salt to anything but yeah. if it's on it of course i eat it but in certain times that salty food really really hits the spot and on this popcorn it is just so perfect yeah yeah i uh have to agree with you again i know i keep saying that but I, Big minds, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I, I'm certain I've had this particular brand of, of popcorn before. It's been a long time. Popcorn's not, you know, something I, I buy a lot of, but I opened up the bag and right away you got that kind of popcorn, that corny smell in, in a good way. Oh, it's delicious. Um, the cheesiness you could smell, that, that a bit of a tanginess. I recently, uh, on a, another episode, we tried a white cheddar Cheeto and that where th that lacked, this made up for it and then some. Like, it's not that, I mean, white cheddar can be a very flavorful food. If you actually have a sharp white cheddar cheese, it's, it's right. full of flavor. I think sometimes when, you know, these food companies are making white cheddar flavored things, um, they're not really giving you the full kind of smack in the mouth kind of flavor. And this definitely, now I wouldn't say it's overpowering or anything, but definitely you, you knew you were tasting something cheesy and there was no doubt about it. You weren't kind of like, hey, where's the flavor uh, right. right there? And I agree with you. It's it's salted perfectly. A little bit of tanginess. The popcorn tastes like it was freshly made. So, yeah, they were just firing on all cylinders with this one. It's always nice too to find good popcorn out of a bag, mm -hmm. because if you pop popcorn, obviously it's fresh. Right. And to me, if you let it sit in a bag too long, or if it's like a cheaper brand, it mm -hmm. it comes stale, even though it's brand new. And smart food does a really good job of making it taste fresh and even stay fresh. I don't know how they do it, yeah. but it's like, if you don't eat that bag for another two or three weeks, if it lasts that long, mine won't, it'll, <laughs> it'll still be good. You know, it's, it's funny you say that because jumping ahead to our sweet thing, uh, I had decided on this Ruby Kit Kat and I guess a lot more readily available in Canada than in the U.S. You had to order it and have right. it from the U.K. or from Japan. I actually ordered it from the U.K., from the UK. So it took forever to get to you. Yeah. I bought the smart food back when I said that, and this has probably been a good six to eight weeks now that, yeah. you know, we were talking about it and, you know, I opened the bag and, and it's like you said, like it, it easily could have just come off the assembly line today. It tastes fresh. And I have had packaged popcorn before that doesn't, that tastes a little too stale or greasy or both. Right. This just tastes fresh and crunchy and it's not soft. Um, yeah, they just, uh, they did a good job with it. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, moving right along. What's a snack you like either going to the movies or if you're watching a movie at home, what, what are you snacking on? So this is really interesting because the only time I eat this is when I go to the movies. <laughs> I love it. And, and I love it, but I, I, I never think about it unless I'm going out to the movies. Okay. I get one of those little $1 boxes of Bunch of Crunch. Okay, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to translate that for me. Bunch of crunch. So what's so that? So have you had a Nestle Crunch bar? Yes. So a bunch of crunch are these little like balls. Think of like malted milk balls. Okay. But it's pure chocolate, uh -huh. and they're not a perfect ball shape. They're they're mm, how can I explain it? They actually almost look like small pieces of popcorn. Okay. With, so kind of the plump. yeah the and the rounded edges and they're kind of yeah. plump and they have the Rice Krispies in them. Oh, and man. some of them are very small. Some of them are larger. Um, once you get, you know, usually the larger ones are at the top of the box and then the smaller ones have fallen to the bottom, which are almost pure chocolate. And they're so, so, so delicious. And uh, to a normal person, they'd probably last throughout an entire movie. To me, it lasts about 15 minutes, which I think is pretty good. <laughs> that sounds really good. I'm going to have to yeah. keep an eye out for that. Bunch of, bunch of crunch. All right. Oh, that, they're so good. That does sound good. It's like, a Nestle Crunch, but you get to eat it in, you know, bite-sized form, and it's yep. like sweet popcorn, kind of. So cool. good. Do you have any favorite seasonal snacks, stuff that's only available certain times of the year? Yeah, so every Christmas, I buy like 10 boxes of the Christmas Nerds. Do you know what Nerds are? Yeah, I know Nerds. Okay. I don't know what the Christmas ones are. 
So Christmas nerds are cherry, watermelon, and fruit punch. Okay. So it's red, white, and green. Oh, hilarious. And you don't have those terrible flavors like lemon. I mean, come on, right. man. So you, <laughs> and it's just, they're all really good and they're sweet, but not overly sour. Mm. So, and all nerds have that, you know, little bit of sour twang to them. Right. But these three flavors are more of the sweet flavors and they mesh together very, very well. And uh, my wife and I love them. And, you know, candy doesn't expire for forever. So right. when we buy 10 boxes, they last us six months. And then by the time Christmas rolls around again, in like October, when everyone puts out the Christmas candy and decorations and stuff yeah. and, and all the stores, we can load up again. Nice. Uh, I have been recording this month a bunch of holiday themed shows with these holiday limited edition items. Yeah. And um, I they must not sell the Christmas nerds or I miss them up here, but that's going to have to be something I keep an eye out for, for sure, in the future. Yeah, they're really good. Cool. All right. Do you have any odd combinations or of snacks, treats that you like that are kind of unusual? You know, I don't really have like any odd combinations, but what I do like to do mm. is eat snacks kind of like a, like a picnic. So when okay. I say a picnic, I like take a tray and then I put like six or eight different kind of snacks that may or may not go together. Like okay. maybe I have a piece of chocolate cake along with some pretzels and maybe some cool ranch Doritos all on the same tray and then now when i say now before you think i'm an absolute pig they're small <laughs> small pieces, you know small amounts right. of all of them like papas <laughs> exactly exactly but i like to have a little bit of everything and it's, it's a lot of fun to do it so cool i like it yeah it's kind yeah. of like a, a junk food tapas, uh, tapas. exactly really exactly and what's so cool is like i don't know if you're a fan of american football but i love going to my buddies for football days or having people over here and everyone brings junk food yeah. And then I can have like 10 different junk foods on my plate that Beauty. don't match together at right. all. But it's just so much fun to have a little bit of everything. Yeah. Kind of a, a junk food potluck. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> all right. Now getting serious here, Matt, if you're having okay. a last meal, what snacks would be there? Okay. So I, I thought long and hard about this. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate and, that. And so <laughs> I have one idea that I'm just going to give you my absolute favorite sweet snack of all time. Mm -hmm. And then for the savory, there's something that they don't make anymore that I really, really miss. Okay. And I would love to have it again. So for the sweet, I want a double stuffed EL fudge Keebler cookie. All right. <laughs> so what those are, they're, they're basically two butter cookies with giant chocolate cream in the middle. Yeah. And I, I you know, I think the serving size is like three. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously guys. So I eat like <laughs> 12 right <laughs> and so i love them man they're so so good i could i could eat the whole stinking package in one sitting it's it's so good and then for the savory uh i want something that i haven't been able to get in forever when i was a kid i loved doritos 3ds mm. and you can't find them anymore i mean I, right. I think they discontinued them back in like 2005 and yeah. i specifically want the nacho cheese flavors so if for those of you that don't know what doritos 3ds are they're basically bugles essentially right they're big bugles they're like these rectangular doritos puffs i mm -hmm. guess is probably the best way to explain it mm -hmm. and they had the doritos cheese on them but because of the difference in the texture it was just so good i mean compare a cheeto and a cheese puff right you right know, a cheeto brand cheese puff it's the same stuff right but because of the texture they taste drastically different absolutely i loved those things and i really miss them <laughs> all right well doritos 3d 
Yes, sir. I wonder if that's something you could get like on, on eBay or something. If there's someone out there still holding on to some bags and storage. I feel like if they're 14 years old, I'm not sure I want to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have queso flavored ones in, in Mexico that they still make. Oh, but okay. the, the queso flavor is supposedly drastically different from the nacho cheese. Mm. And it's not cheap to import. So Right. All right. Well, that brings us to the sweet part of our show. But first, some fun facts. Ruby chocolate is a variety of chocolate introduced in 2017 by Barry Calibo, a Belgian-Swiss cocoa company. The variety has been in development since 2004. It was unveiled at a private event in Shanghai on September 5th, 2017. It is marketed as the fourth type of chocolate alongside dark milk and white chocolate varieties. The chocolate is made from ruby cocoa beans. These are existing botanical cocoa bean varieties that have been identified as having the right attributes to be processed into ruby chocolate. The chocolate's taste is described as sweet yet sour, with little to none of the cocoa flavor traditionally associated with other varieties of chocolate. With the production methods being kept a trade secret, publications note industry speculation that ruby chocolate is made with unfermented cocoa beans of Brazil Lavados, which can have a natural red-pinkish color. The variety was not available for sale to consumers until January 19, 2018, when it was introduced in a new flavor of Kit Kat bar in Japan and South Korea, as well as online. In April 2018, Kit Kat announced the release of Ruby Chocolate in the UK and Germany, where Nestle produces the chocolate for the European market. Just before Mother's Day 2019, Kit Kat Canada announced the release of Ruby Chocolate in Canada in a tweet. All right, so that was really interesting. I um, This whole idea of rose-colored chocolate is uh, kind of a new one. I had never encountered it before. Had you? No, not at all. I've actually heard of it, but this was the, the first time I've ever tried any ruby chocolate. Okay. Now, what were your thoughts? You, you open up the package, you pull it out. What do you think? Okay. So this is not my first time trying a different type of Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. My wife and I last year went to Japan, oh, and cool. they have specialty stores dedicated to Kit Kats. Wow. Which are actually kind of expensive. And I tried green tea, which uh-huh. was pretty good. I tried wasabi, which was not great. <laughs> I tried orange, which was good. Mm-hmm. And I tried Tokyo banana, which if you're ever in Tokyo, you got to buy it. It's the best Kit Kat I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. So, and I love Kit Kats. They're some of my favorite candies. Yeah. So I opened this and I, I smelled it and I could tell that it, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, ruby cocoa right so i expected it to have a strong chocolate scent right and it it has a chocolate scent but you can really smell the berry Mm -hmm. and so i took a bite out of it and the chocolate isn't overly strong Mm -hmm. which is fine i I really you know love chocolate obviously if you can't tell in the last you know bit (laughs) that we've been chatting but the 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 ruby flavor which is like a berry flavor Mm -hmm. really comes off really well and the mixture of the two it really does something special, especially with the wafers on the inside. Yeah, same kind of thought as you. I, um, I've i had, so once, oh, I'm trying to remember where it was. I want to say maybe St. Lucia, somewhere in the Caribbean. I um, was at a place where they were growing chocolate, and they actually took a, a pod out of a, a cacao pod. And this hasn't been roasted, and it hasn't been... Um, you know, the whole process of turning it from its raw ingredients into what we know as chocolate. And they had you pop it in your mouth and it was really fruity tasting. It didn't, 
tastes like chocolate, which I guess oh, makes yeah. sense. You know, roasting it will, will change the character of it. This reminded me of that. Um, actually, first off, just opening it, I pull it out, and the color is kind of, and you're expecting it, it's ruby chocolate, right? You're expecting it kind of red, and it's kind of a, a dusty rose color. I, I laughed and thought it reminds me of like a bridesmaid's dress from like the 80s. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, but nice aroma, which, which you talked about. Uh, Flavor-wise, I was getting kind of a bit of a, like a white chocolate and berry combination, a little slight chocolatey, chocolatiness, like milk chocolate, but not, I mean, very, very subtle. Uh, this right. is something that you would uh, give someone that with a blindfold on and they would think they were eating a piece of chocolate. They would probably think they were eating something fruit flavored. Right. Maybe raspberry. There was a little bit of uh, like a lemoniness to it. Like it was a, a little bit uh, tart, but in a really pleasant way. It yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I had no, I kind of thought it would just taste like chocolate, you know, but maybe. Right. I kind of did too. You know, because it's still chocolate. But yeah, it was uh, very different than what I was expecting and, and very nice. Just a lot of stuff going on, a lot more complex, I think, than you know, your typical just milk chocolate coating. Yeah, which is really interesting. So if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna say, compare this to the other Kit Kats I've tried in my life, and I, I like berry flavored stuff, but obviously I love standard chocolate. Yeah. I'd say it's probably the, the fourth or fifth best one I've ever had okay. because the, the Tokyo banana one, again, incredible. Yeah. And uh, the orange one was also very good, but I do say that this is good enough that I wish they had it in the States. And mm. I, I think I mentioned to this to you, but if, if not, I actually, when I ordered this, I got three of them for basically about the same cost as one. Mm-hmm. So I actually have two more of these in my closet and I'm actually really excited to get into them. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, that worked out well. Yeah. <laughs> now it's funny because they're, they're up here in Canada but I don't think they've really sold like hotcakes because when I saw them, they were all like Clarence priced. Yeah. And so uh, I was actually able to get it for pretty cheap. I think, you know, nice. regularly they're like a buck 10 or something and I got it for 75 cents. Oh, wow. Um, so I'll have to go and see now that I know it's not terrible. I'll have to go and see if I can get a hold of more and tell you what, right. I'll stock up on them. And if I'm ever heading down south, I'll, I'll shoot you a pack, a care package. Sounds good, man. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, basically we've done it all. So let's talk about our reviews. So uh, as a reminder, you got one to three stars. We've got the Red Bull Blueberry, the Smart Food White Cheddar Popcorn, and of course the Ruby Kit Kat. What say you, Matt? Okay. So again, I think I'm going to cheat, but I'm going to give the Red Bull Blueberry zero stars. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, that's allowed. <laughs> I didn't like you it at all, man. Like it, yeah. And again, I'm not a big Red Bull guy. I think it's okay. I've had Red Bull before. Mm. But just the blueberry aftertaste, it's, it just really took away from any Red Bull flavoring because the aftertaste to me was so strong. And yeah. that may be because I don't really like blueberry. Right. But I took, you know, three or four sips of it because I wanted to give it a fair shot. I didn't want to give it a bad review if, you know, I, just on a, on a whim. Yeah. But I took three or four sips. And as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to pour it out. I didn't like yeah. it at all. Yeah. And what about that popcorn? Popcorn was incredible. Again, I eat it all the time. I'm going to eat some more of it as soon as we're done. I'm not joking. It is so good. Um, And I I love snacking while, you know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. And when my wife and I are watching wrestling, we snack. And obviously I eat a lot of sweet stuff, but popcorn and pretzels are are two of my go-tos. And uh, this bag is probably going to be gone before the weekend. Uh, Three stars, three plus stars. 
It's so good. And guys, if you like popcorn, specifically cheddar flavored popcorn, please don't do yourself a disservice. Try this smart food, white cheddar popcorn. It is so good. And I think it's available pretty much anywhere in the Americas, maybe in Europe as well. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, it's from Frito-Lay, right? So they've got yeah. great distribution. Um, and they've got, you know, multiple flavors. I'm kind of curious now. I'm looking at the back of the bag here. They've got uh, jalapeno and cheddar, sweet and salty. Uh, jalapeno and cheddar is very interesting. It's good. Very okay. different than what you expect. And then they have the cheddar and caramel. Now, we're not talking about the, that tonight, but have you ever had that, the, the Chicago mix, where it's caramel corn and, and cheddar corn together? I have, not the smart food brand, yeah. but I have had it before. So just so good. Pretty much any popcorn is good though. Yeah. I'm, I dig the, the sweet and the savory together. So that's, I mean, I love caramel corn. That's one of my weaknesses when it comes uh -huh. to junk foods. At my last meal, I'd have a really good butter toffee popcorn. Oh, nice. But, um, the one with the cheddar and it's nice too, because every once in a while you get that, that savory note in there and that little bit of saltiness and the salty and the sweet just go so well together. But I'm getting mm. off topic. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I love talking about this stuff. What me about too. The, uh, the Kit Kat? Tell me what you think about that one. So this was really interesting. And like I've mentioned, I've tried a bunch of Kit Kats. I really enjoy trying new things. Mm -hmm. um, and this was something that I've never tried before. And I thought it was really good. Mm -hmm. And yes, I would buy it again. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would go out of my way to get it. Right. So I'm going to give this two stars. Yeah. Very tasty. If you haven't tried it, ladies and gentlemen, Definitely try it. It's worth a shot, but not not my absolute favorite Kit Kat. But that's not a bad thing because I love Kit Kat bars. It's it's solid. Perfect. Well, I'm I'm uh, gonna mirror your 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 um, your comments pretty closely here. Uh, the Red Bull. I told you I thought about it. I, I wasn't crazy about that really medicinal taste. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a half a star. I, I suppose I could have gone all the way down to zero, but. Um, you know, I suppose in a pinch that I, I could probably choke it down. But yeah, I'm not right. going out of my way to get it again. Popcorn, love that one. Two and a half stars for me. Uh, really good. And uh, yeah, definitely wouldn't hesitate to get it again. And the Kit Kat, I really liked it. You know, I don't know that I would, like you said, I wouldn't go out of my way. There are candies I like better and, and maybe flavor profiles I like better. But it was really interesting. And I think, uh, you know, going back to your idea of the, the junk food tapas, I think it'd be interesting to have this along with some regular chocolate and yeah. mix of different types of Kit Kats or something would be kind of a fun thing to do. So this definitely brings a, a different element to that. But I suppose I'm, I'm a bit of a traditionalist. And so the exotic stuff is nice from time to time. But well, you know, two stars, two stars is solid. I, I get it again. It just I'm not rushing out to get it right away. Right. Awesome. Well, that brings us to our segment called Junk Mail. Let's dip into that. As a reminder, you can reach us by email at junkfoodiespod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to reach us on social media at Twitter or at Facebook at junkfoodiespod. And very shortly, we will have a website up and running, uh, junkfoodiespod.com. But uh, stay tuned for more on that. Our message in the Junk Mail box today comes from Rick, who asks, uh, Dear Junk Foodies, when I grew up, all we got for breakfast cereal was Cheerios. So Frosted Flakes were like the holy grail for us that we ate at our friend's house when we'd have slumber parties. <laughs> what cereals did you eat and what did you wish you were eating instead? I've had a little time to think about that, so I'll, I'll give you a, a chance, Matt, to, to think that one over. Uh, okay. For me, we grew up, I mentioned earlier, we grew up on a dairy farm, so milk and you know cereal was a pretty common breakfast for us. Uh, because the milk was free. <laughs> and for me, it was just cornflakes were our number one uh, 
cereal, not because that's what we like, but I think my parents thought that was, you know, health food. Yeah. Um, you ask, you know, ask a nutritionist that now, whether it's necessarily healthy. Right. I guess there are less healthy cereals, but at the end of the day, you're basically just eating a bowl of sugar. Um, but we, you know, weren't crazy about cornflakes. We tried to find ways to either add sugar to them or chocolate chips. You know, when mom wasn't looking, we'd throw a handful of chocolate chips in the cereal and eat it like that. Oh, that sounds so, amazing. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> occasionally, if we have a bag of chocolate chips in the pantry and, uh, you know, I have kind of a, a plainer cereal, not a sweetened cereal, which I think would be too much. Yeah. Something, you know, with a little bit on the plainer side with chocolate chips, it's a really good combination. Boy, in terms of what was the Holy Grail cereal, oh man, I guess it was probably something like Apple Jacks or Lucky Charms or something. I mean, basically anything that had a lot of sugar in it and uh, that had more than one flavor and wasn't just, you know, the, the flavor of pressed corn, <laughs> pressed right. and toasted corn. Um, I don't eat a lot of cereal now, uh, just uh, one of those, you know, things that is a, an occasional indulgence. But one of my favorite ones now is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I really like the, the taste of cinnamon. Mm. And that one is, yeah, that's pure junk food. I mean, there's nothing healthy about it, but it's uh, enjoyable from time to time. So uh, that's my answer. What about you? Did you grow up eating cereal? Was that a, a staple in your household? Dude, I would literally, because I, I couldn't cook when I was younger, and I can't really cook now. <laughs> but when I was younger, I would eat cereal as a meal. So I would have like three giant bowls of straight <laughs> sugar. So uh, yeah, I, I can I could name off dozens and dozens of cereals that I absolutely loved. I'm just gonna name off a few. Go ahead. Corn, corn pops, sugar smacks, mm. chocolate lucky charms. Um, those recently the have you tried the Crave cereals? They're like little uh, chocolate pillows with chocolate inside. I've seen those. I've not tried it. They're pretty good. They are incredible but again <laughs> just straight sugar so you know yeah. nowadays when i eat cereal i eat it as a snack maybe one bowl instead of you know multiple bowls right but my my absolute favorite and again i loved oh, i love french toast crust instead of cinnamon toast oh, uh, okay but my absolute favorite was cocoa puffs okay because, yeah. I mean, again chocolate right yeah but there when you go. pour those hard, crunchy cocoa puffs and pour the milk over the top, mm. and they, they retain their crunchy texture, but they're just soft enough not, not to hurt your teeth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They are so, so good. I love it. Now, recently, <laughs> I saw that uh, Kellogg's has launched chocolate frosted flakes. Have you tried those? Yeah. No, I don't really care for them. Really? Really? I, okay. I love Frosted Flakes. And when I yeah. saw them, the you first thing I did, yep. Yeah. The first thing I did was purchase it because I'm like, yeah. okay, chocolate Frosted Flakes, I'm in. But I, I didn't care for it. And now they have like cinnamon Frosted Flakes, which I would usually buy. Mm -hmm. But I was so disappointed in the chocolate ones that I didn't buy them. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll consider myself warned. I, uh, I haven't had a chance to try them yet, but it sounds like maybe they were a little disappointing. That's yeah, bad. no good. No good. All right. All right. Perfect. Well, uh, thanks again for that, Matt, and, and for the entire interview. It was a lot of fun. Now, you have a podcast. You kind of mentioned earlier that you're, you're, uh, you and your wife are super into wrestling. Uh, tell yeah. us about the podcast. So we host a podcast called Wrestle Life Radio. It's me, my cousin, and my little brother. And we review the three major shows every week, WWE Raw, SmackDown, and the new AEW Dynamite on Wednesday night, which is ran by Cody Rhodes. And if you don't know who that is, he's the son of the late, great Dusty Rhodes. Okay. We, we also have roundtables. So we discuss, you know, goings on, we give news, we play games and trivia. 
Um, we have guests on a lot, so people from other podcasts, whether wrestling fans or not. We have a really cool show that I like called The Best and the Worst. So mm -hmm. I take someone that's not necessarily a wrestling fan, and I say, this is something that's really cool about wrestling. This is something historic. And then I take them and show them something that's absolutely horrific and miserable. And then I get their feedback on it. So that's, that's a ton of fun. We just had our first episode of that about a week and a half ago. Um, and we're going to be releasing some more. WrestleMania is coming up in April. So it's, we're really going to be start ramping up yeah. after, uh, after Christmas. So we're really excited. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Radio Public. It doesn't matter if, if, uh, if it's on the internet. If it's a podcast website, you can find us. Yeah. You can also find us at Wrestle Life Radio on Facebook and uh, Instagram and at Wrestle Life Pod on Twitter. Wrestle Life. All right. Well, Matt, uh, good luck with that. I'm, I'm going to give it a listen. I got to be honest, I don't know much about wrestling. So if I'm going to come on your show, it's going to have to be for that, that the segment you just talked oh, about. Oh, that would be the best. I love, I love it. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about what kind of food you, you eat while watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a lot of uh, really... Oh my gosh, there's some really interesting things that happened in wrestling over the years that are food related, and my brain is already working. I know what I'm going to show you. I can't wait for this. Fantastic. All right. Well, I'll have to set that up. <laughs> the only thing I think when I think wrestling and food is, is two things. I think of, oh, who was the guy that did the Slim Jim uh, ad? Macho Man. Macho, Macho Man, Man Randy Savage, right? Yep. And I think... and. You might know this. I, I might have to Google it if you don't. But I think okay. there was some food that Hulk Hogan was a, a spokesperson for. Pasta mania, baby. So he had this like, he had, I think it was in the Mall of America. It was like this really like cheap, it's basically the Taco Bell for Italian food. Oh, this really cheap God. Italian thing. And when he signed with WCW back in the 90s, like that was one of his big things that he would be able to promote pasta mania. It, it, which is obviously a playoff of Hulkamania. The right. food was terrible. The restaurant bombed. But there's still one in existence, and it's like in the Bahamas or something. Like, it's not in America. Right. I have yeah. no clue. But it, it became a chain. It failed. And, uh, yeah, there's still one of them around somewhere. Pasta mania. That's great. Well, I, I, I need not doubt you. I, you you knew right <laughs> off that you didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that it's been fun, Matt. And uh, yeah, let's definitely uh, find a time to talk about wrestling and, and Slim Jims and other items. That sounds good, man. I've had a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. The pleasure was mine. Thanks again. And to my listeners, as a wise man once said, do everything in moderation, including moderation. Bye now. <laughs>